0: This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD. CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman 30 for 30% off. That's plus cbdoil.com/ Hoffman Welcome to today's intelligent medicine podcast. I'm your host Dr. Ronald Hoffman it's our weekly QA with Layla. A highly anticipated event by yours truly, also by my capable colleague, Layla Mutin, who's our nutritionist in residence, and by many of you who seem to enjoy our weekly colloquy. Questions come to radio program at AOL.com, and we got a full mailbag uh, this week, so we'll address uh, all your questions. Uh, but first, well, how are you doing, Layla? Oh.
1: Okay, how are you doing, Dr. Hoffman?
0: I'm doing well, doing well. You know, Great. it's uh, the August uh, doldrums, but uh, managed to um, maintain yeah. high energy levels, feel pretty good. Terrific. So um, Terrific. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the thing I want to uh, lead in with is the elephant in the room, mm. which is... Covid and the changeable picture with uh, Covid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, today I'm virtually hoarse from talking to people about the vaccine. Wow! Uh, whether to get the vaccine in the first place, whether to get a booster mm-hmm. now. Yes. Uh, you know, it, lots of concerns, and you know, I try to to individualize my advice to people yeah. uh, about uh, the vaccine. You know, as a risk benefit equation, because I think it's absurd to say. Uh, As some people say on the one hand, just get it. Everybody get it. Yeah. You know, but on the other hand, I think it's absurd to say nobody should get the vaccine. It's terrible. It's like, you know. That is I I got to say that 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 is, these are equally absurd, polarized, Mm -hmm. binary, Points of view. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, for everyone, there's a risk calculus Mm -hmm. that's based on their personal risk factors, their personal lifestyle. Because if you're a hermit and, you know, Mm -hmm. say you're, you're, you know, working from home on Zoom and you just stay with your immediate family members and you're not out and about and you go to the store and you're very circumspect about your contacts, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, there's an argument for not getting the vaccine if you're very, very uh, safe. Right. And I know some people will agree with that. You know, Dr. Fauci people, and health authorities. People in just, New Zealand. Right. You know, one case and they shut the place down. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, that's really a, an island mentality. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, by the same token, uh, there are uh, potential side effects associated with the vaccine, although infrequent, and they're real. They're real. They are real. They're real. They're, you know, yeah. and not to be discounted. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, what is, you know, if not for... All the news about Afghanistan and the fall of Kabul, uh, there's their the number one lead story today uh, would be uh, that they are now recommending potentially it hasn't been approved yet, but boosters for everyone who's yes. already got the you know the two shot series or the one shot with Johnson yeah. and Johnson. And this may be a universal recommendation. and but that has traveled fast. That's about as. That change in the vaccine climate mm-hmm. has changed just about as fast as the fate of Afghanistan. Yeah, and it was like no problem, it's done. Yeah, you know, it's we're getting out of dodge.
1: Very, Same very thing, fast.
0: very fast. Total change. Same thing with the vaccines. It was like mm-hmm. the vaccine. You know, when you still see commercials and they're a little bit anachronistic. You know, commercials, the P- the PSAs on TV. Yes, take the vaccine. It's your best protection against COVID. Let's crush COVID together. And what we're seeing is breakthrough infections, the prospect that variants may elude the vaccine yeah. to some extent, uh, and that uh, the vaccine efficacy wanes. Now, this is not to say that the vaccine hasn't done a lot of good. Is sure. that, you know, people who might have died from COVID had m- less severe infections. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we can't discount that. Yeah. But th- there's, there's some real, you know, deep introspection about uh, the uh, success of uh ultimately of the vaccine campaign based on people just getting two vaccines. Yeah. Uh yep. so, you know, that's that's the change in the picture. And, you know, we're we're seeing that's a rapidly developing story. You know, I almost uh am loath to comment on it because, you know, in the 24 or 48 hours before this this podcast gets published uh and distributed, <laughs> there may be a whole new perspective on that's this, true. you know. Uh so That's we true. don't even know. And
1: you'll get horse all over again with the new and, and then the question I'm
0: getting, okay, so like if I take the vaccine, which is the best vaccine? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, as i said repeatedly, we don't know. But there is a uh, report in pre-publication, mm-hmm. uh, which means everything is now hastened. You know, it used to be submit yeah. a paper, wait six months, it gets reviewed, then it goes into publication. And it, you know, peer review takes a long time, yes. and I've been part of peer reviews where you know it's like they send me something. They said, "Well, you know, you have a you have six weeks to to finish your review of this. So take mm-hmm. your time." It's like, no, let's put it out there right now, and then we'll do the peer review afterwards. So there's a lot of uh, information fast. That, backwards. Yes, it is, but it's mm-hmm. it's because this is an emergency, you know. Ah, so we get, so all wait, these anyway.
1: cases, is yes. But
0: there's a study that suggests that the efficacy of Moderna. Mm-hmm. is superior to Pfizer. Oh. By a significant amount. I think it was like Moderna was seventy six percent, Pfizer was forty seven percent against Delta.
1: Oh right. Against uh, Delta. So But now what about Lambda?
0: <laughs> what about Epsilon? What about uh yes. you know all right. the letters in the Greek alphabet. Right. So and Lambda, according to some again, pre studies in pre publication yeah. uh, suggest that uh it may elude... Uh, that the virus may elude, uh, you know, the, the lambda, or the, mm. the lambda may elude the vaccines. Yes. In terms of protection. Now, this is all based on extrapolation. To some extent, it's based on experience in Latin America, especially in Chile. But in Chile, they use the Sinopharm vaccine, which is much less effective than our, right. uh, U.S. Uh, developed vaccines. Okay. So they, they're having a lot of breakthrough infections against the Sinopharm. But, what they've done, and this is quite fascinating, is they've characterized the lambda. Mm-hmm. and you you know you might think, well, okay, they've got the sequence of like the it's like blocks mm-hmm. of the amino acids that make up the RNA. Yeah, but the way that they actually perform in nature is they fold and they have a three-dimensional uh, appearance, which they've worked right. out and i've seen these beautiful diagrams It's very complicated you know you might think oh this is just a little necklace no this yeah. is like a very it's like a it's a structure
1: formation
0: yes yes yeah. and that lends it certain characteristics which they can model and predict that it doesn't really mesh with the vaccine now so this is sort of a again a hypothetical right is and, and it's based on a model and we don't know until lambda emerges yeah. in the us right now it's 1% of the cases in the us Based on experience delta very quickly superseded alpha uh which was the original uh SARS-CoV-2 okay uh and became the predominant species because it's natural selection it it you know it outperformed its predecessor yes and if it's lambda 0.
1: now it's 3.0
0: exactly yeah <laughs> it's covid 3.0 right right you know, right, right, right. so lambda is is you know yeah. looming And what concerns me is, you know, we say, well, you know, okay, like, just stop, uh, you know, uh, influx of people from South America. But we have a porous border. Oh, yeah. And people are coming in not just from Mexico. Actually, the Mexicans... They're coming from all over the world. They're relatively, you know, a lot of Mexicans say, yeah, things are okay for me in Mexico. It's not that bad. But people in countries that are much more distressed are using uh, Mexico as a portal of entry yeah. into the United States. And some of them come from the affected Latin American countries mm-hmm. because they they merely travel, you know, a few thousand miles yeah. over land and then they get to the Mexican border because they're very motivated yeah. to cross in. And, you know. So,
1: this dichotomy of lockdown, 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 pandemic.
0: Right. To horse border.
1: Everybody come on in.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it, wow. it, you know, you, you have to, uh, be vaccinated to go to a movie or a gym. Uh, but that's across in, the border. But not across <laughs> the border. <laughs> that would be a human rights violation to like say, okay.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Stick a needle in everybody's arm when they come. Right. Like, no, no, It'd that be would like be.
1: Like showing ID. Right. Can't show a
0: violation of yeah. their. You know. Well, yeah. But, you know, yeah. so, but this is, I mean, without venturing into like a political hot button issue. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's unclear what's going to happen. But I think, you know, there's some hope, uh, because mm-hmm. I think, uh, more people getting vaccinated, which mm-hmm. helps a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because they're, get, they're getting scared. They're being sort of scared off their perch. Yeah. Because, Could be. the, you know, the, the, it really, we thought this is going away. I mean, yeah. we really were a little bit in a fool's paradise early in the summer. And, and then it's people, not going away. people who are vaccinated mingled. They said, I'm protected. You yeah. know, went to bars and restaurants and unmasked. Yeah, didn't really work because they can transmit the virus. Right, and and they, they still have to wear masks. So and yeah, so so now
1: get vaccinated, wear your mask, get boosters, wear your mask, and,
0: and stay home the rest of your life, and don't talk to your neighbor.
1: And you know, move to New Zealand if you really want to stay home. <laughs>
0: they won't so let you in. They won't let you exactly. <laughs> oh my so, God! So uh, to say that we're uh, confused and a little disgusted, I think is a little bit of understatement. I mean, people true. people really. Yes, sick and tired of it. And I think the worst case scenario is uh, we had riots in California mm-hmm. where demonstrators mm-hmm. were protesting against the, the mandates in California. And then right. who shows up but uh, Antifa to fight with them in the street. Oh. And Antifa, which is like the most anarchistic organization they should be with the protesters, not they're they're yeah. pro vaccine. They're pro vaccine And they're 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 beating each other up. One guy got stabbed. I mean, this is how crazed and polarized it is. It really, really is it's just it's frothing nuts. over.
1: It's just nuts.
0: I mean, you know well, what's what in gonna the happen? Heck?
1: I know. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen because more and more businesses are wanting, you know, show proof of your vaccination and you still have to wear a mask, like Broadway. Yeah. I wonder what it will do to those To those industries, to those businesses. Well, we'll see, because, you know,
0: they they ramped up uh, Broadway with a lot of good shows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they say, well, if you're vaccinated, you you can come in. Yeah. I wonder how many people are going to stay away.
1: You have to show me your papers. You have
0: to show your vaccine passport. Mm -hmm. But the question is, will there be a successful Broadway season? Yeah. Will people go back to movies and theaters yeah. You know, the vaccinated people, because they won't allow people in New York uh, back in without the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But even so, people, I think, may be chary of going back. Sure. And it, it may be hard to sell tickets. Yeah. You know, unless people just have so much pent-up uh, desire for experiences that yeah. they'll say, the hell with it, I've yeah. you know, got to get on with life. Yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, still, a lot of people are getting vaccinated because it's their way out to be able yeah. to do... Look, all these things
0: here in New York. De Blasio has been very frank about it. He said, you know, you're going to lead a very, very limited life if you're not uh, vaccinated. So your vaccine is your key to uh, enjoy all the benefits of New York. And if you're not, you can't do those things. Mm -hmm. And that's it's like really deliberately putting uh, the onus and the heat Mm -hmm. on unvaccinated people. Because just to tell them, you know, the vaccine is safe and the vaccine is good, you know, didn't do the trick for a lot. But people are mistrustful.
1: And, you know, remember when they were giving incentives, like, here's a free lottery ticket. <laughs> right. Here's a $100 gift card. Here's a, a ticket to whatever. Here's a Krispy Kreme. Oh, and a donut. Yes. Which
0: will suppress your immunity for about 48 hours.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
0: my goodness. Yeah. So, so, uh, it's a crazy situation. I mean, look, I wish we didn't have to talk about this because I'd love to talk about, uh, you know, there's so many other things on the version. But, but it's the elephants
1: in the room, as yeah, you it is. said. We have to. Yeah, we
0: have, have to up, so we have to address it. So, a fast moving situation will keep you apprised. Yeah. Do uh, you have some really, uh, I recommend highly that you talk to, that you, uh, check out, uh, Dr. Gallen's website, you know, which, uh, yeah, uh, with a lot of useful information for about natural things you can mm-hmm. do. Cause I think what it accentuates is that it, the natural things are not inconsequential. We need an all of the above approach. Uh, we have to rely on uh, all measures. Yeah. Even if you're vaccinated to remain, uh, as, uh, unlikely to get very sick as,
1: yeah.
0: as possible.
1: Right. Right. On that note.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: We have an email from Leslie who we heard from last week. Actually. Yeah. Leslie, a
0: little bit of a gadfly. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hi, Dr. Hoffman, I am yelling at your weekend program again. You are saying that you can get COVID-19 again once you've had it. And then she sent us a link from the CDC right. website. And it says she says, since the above link shows a recall of mm-hmm. the PCR test mm-hmm. because it can't differentiate right. between COVID-19 and other influenza viruses, how can we possibly know? That someone who tested positive for COVID-19 actually had COVID-19. Perhaps they had a flu last year. Okay.
0: So let me address that because that was a position that you could take about a month ago or Mm -hmm. six weeks ago. You could say, look, Mm -hmm. uh, just because there's so much testing, and just because somebody tested positive with a very sensitive and perhaps overly sensitive PCR Mm -hmm. test doesn't mean they had COVID. Maybe they had a few viral particles that were residue of a previous infection. Uh, maybe they inhaled a few viral particles doesn't mean they're really sick with COVID. Yeah. And to count those as COVID cases, um, is, is not, uh, you know, it, it, it's an exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I wish that that were the case. And that was a little bit, you know, I, I, I believed that to some extent before I had an open mind about it. But, uh, now uh, what tipped me off about that was, uh, I'm a sports fan and I follow the New York Yankees. And of all the sports teams, the Yankees have most, have been most, uh, uh, beset by cases of COVID. Mm-hmm. And 90% of the Yankees have been vaccinated. There was one standout, a guy uh, who they recently acquired, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rizzo, who is a, you know, a terrific player. Yeah. Uh, who they just uh, acquired in midseason. And he wasn't vaccinated and he got COVID. But most of the Yankees have been vaccinated, and they've had like 8, 10, 12 players mm-hmm. uh, who have had secondary infections, breakthrough infections. Yeah. And, you know, so I thought, well, maybe they just, you know, they test them all the time, so maybe they just detected it in their nasal passages, and, you know, they just, once once it's detected, just forget about it. They say, okay, yeah. 10, 10 days of isolation. But they were ill. They, they were under Ill. the weather. And Garrett Cole, who's their premier uh, pitcher, yeah. Um, who just came back, by the way, uh, he was at that, um, you know, the Field of Dreams game that was on the cornfield. Yes. Field, and he was he was on the sidelines. I side, watched the highlights
1: of that. He yeah, was yeah. on the
0: sidelines. I love that movie. It was a great, great game, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I think it really did a lot for baseball because people are like tired yeah. and bored with baseball and it, it mm. was phenomenal. Uh, it really put sort of a historical perspective on baseball, uh, the romance of baseball and so on. Yeah. Uh, but he he was interviewed on the sidelines and they said, well, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, I was expecting him to say, well, you know, I, I was fine the whole time. You know, I, I just tested positive. Uh, but he said, yeah, it was a little rocky the first couple of days, but I feel much better now. Okay. So he had a breakthrough infection. Mm. I'm pretty sure he was vaccinated. Okay. And this guy is a healthy, strapping, young, 30-something. Sure. Uh, in terrific condition, an athlete. Yeah. And he was a little under the weather. Right. Rizzo, who was not vaccinated, had a more serious case and they had to do heart testing on him before he played again. They wanted to make sure he didn't develop myocarditis. Wow. Uh, which is a consequence of because they said, you know, let's he says he's okay, but you know, we don't want him to, to drop dead with a heart arrhythmia, you know, when he plays exactly. again. Yeah. Uh so yeah. uh so this tipped me off that you can get repeat infections. So uh in our practice, and I just talked to one of these patients, mm-hmm. she had COVID, she visited uh, the deathbed of one of her relatives. They, oh. it was in February before they knew about COVID. And they uh, didn't, yes. So, so the whole family was there for, you know, the last, you know, the final, uh, yeah. you know, moments of this person. And they all came down with COVID because he had COVID. He was in a, he was in a, uh, he's a veteran. He was in a, 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 a nursing mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. And he transmitted the whole family.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, so she had it once. She was pretty sick, but not devastatingly sick. Recovered. Mm-hmm. Then she caught it again. Mm. It was milder the second time. So then I said to myself, well, the good thing about it is that you get natural immunity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, having had COVID is is good as a vaccine or maybe better. Mm-hmm. It's a more complete uh, immune reaction. Yeah. So I put it out on my radio show and I said, I want to hear from callers, this is last week, who have had uh, COVID and then caught it again. Mm. So I didn't get a lot of calls. And then right towards the end of the show, somebody called up, a woman calls up and she says, my son had COVID twice. And I said, oh, wow!" I said, I guess the second time it wasn't as severe. And she said, no, it's the opposite. He had the first time, and then a few weeks later, he had it again. And it was much more severe. So where's the T-cell immunity? Which is concerning. And I said, "You know, I wish I knew more about him. He's Mm -hmm. a 45-year-old. She Mm -hmm. said, does he have any underlying conditions? She says, no. But who knows? Maybe there was something about his funky immune system.
1: PCR tested.
0: Yeah. Confirm. Confirmation. PCR confirmed, but also very sick, not just nasal passages with COVID. Right, right. So, you know, what's going on? Did he have a co-infection? Did he have something else to make it worse? I mean, we're seeing that with some of the kids. Some of the kids who are very sick, they say, well, now kids, more kids are being sick. We're seeing early RSV, respiratory syncytial virus. Yes. Which coincides with covid And that's a double whammy. And these kids, some of these kids are ending up in the hospital. And RSV can put kids in the hospital in and of itself. Yeah. So, uh, again, what's going on? It's an emerging picture. Mm -hmm. But it kind of puts a lie to people who say, well, you know, I've had COVID. I don't need the vaccine. I'm protected completely. Yeah. Yes, you're protected to some degree, but it's not perfect.
1: Leslie makes
0: another point, and and you know, and and with respect for Leslie, because yes, she's you know she's she's with us. She is. She continues to listen. Thought provoking questions. She is. She hasn't canceled us. No, no. She hasn't. She hasn't reported me to the to the uh, medical (laughs) licensure board to be. (laughs) No, but I've actually seen stuff on Twitter where somebody says something that's a little against the narrative, and they say people on Twitter they're so mean. They say you should be reported to the Federation of State Medical Boards for, uh, you know, what kind of doctor are you? And it's like, do you want to, like, take this person's license away? Deprive, deprive them of their licensure wow. and of their livelihood and of their ability to treat patients? Because merely because they're saying something that sounds heretical? It, it's not Well, nuts.
1: the thing about doing anything on Twitter or any other social media is you're kind of anonymous-ish. Yeah. You would never say that in front of another person. You would... I, I can't imagine somebody would come to you and say, you should have your... License taken away. It brings out the worst in people. It's ridiculous because they get to hide in a closet and type or in their mother's basement and type. Anyway, Leslie makes another point, Dr. Hoffman. I've heard over and over again from noted virologists that immunity to particular viruses long-lasting, often-lasting a lifetime. Uh, This particular virologist, Dr. Michael Yeadon, he also states that mutations to a virus will be so similar to the original one that while a a vaccine may not recognize the new mutation, natural immunity has no problem with viruses that are up to 20% different. Right. And hypothetically,
0: that is the case. Hypothetically, because what happens is, you know, the virus uh, as a whole is more than just the spike protein RNA. Yeah. It's a very small part of the virus. And so... If your immune system sees the whole virus, mm-hmm. it has a lot of bites the apple to develop immunity to the various constituents of the virus. And that yeah. may be hypothetically more complete yeah. than the, the, the partial immunity that you get just to the spike protein. And if the spike right. protein mutates, then the virus has a chance to evade the, um, the uh, yeah. uh, vaccine.
1: Yeah. Wow. Leslie, thank you for your very, very, very thoughtful questions. And thank you for continuing to listen. Right. <laughs> okay. With respect. With respect, Dennis, and and now that's that's the way to bring up a point, not yeah. to be, you know, accusatory or flinging a- ad, ad hominem. Fl- you know? Exactly. Yeah. Or just, oh my goodness, everybody, let's let's, let's calm let's, down and talk let's and debate dialogue. Let's, let's dialogue and yeah. debate and even argue. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. respectfully. Yes. Okay. So, Dennis writes, "Hi, Doctor Hoffman and Layla, you've been discussing." the selection pressure paste, placed on COVID virus by the vaccines, and how this may increase the number and potential lethality of future variants. How do you then explain the success of, for example, the smallpox and polio vaccines at almost completely eradicating these diseases? Right.
0: So, easy answer. Viruses differ yeah. in their rate of mutation. Yeah. And respiratory viruses are notorious for, uh, for mutating and creating variants very quickly Uh and recombining. Mm. And one mechanism is if a person is infected with two variants of the flu, we know this is the case, you know, like, you know, H1N1 and something else. Yeah. That in, in the body, they can actually swap, uh, genetic material. And develop a, a more accelerated evolution to evade yeah uh, uh, you know your body's immune system. Uh, that is less the case with smallpox and polio. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you know the concern is that even with these things that s- are seemingly eradicated, that they could over time develop some resistance, and we may have a resurgence of some of these yeah. age old scourges. Yeah. They're actually finding that that is the case with the plague. You know, the plague that killed like half the world's population, you know, uh, is that the pneumonic plague in Madagascar, that's a kind of a backward place, Uh, they had a plague warning recently, and tourists were advised to avoid Madagascar, which is a shame because it has unique, you know, flora and fauna. It's a very wonderful place. But they had an outbreak of the plague, the ancient scourge, and it's... It's treatable with antibiotics. Huh. If they had antibiotics, there would have been no plague in, you know, Back whatever, line. 1300. Yeah. Uh, but the antibiotics that treat the plague, the the plague, the Yersinia pestis uh, mm-hmm. bacteria, has evolved resistance to many of those antibiotics. There we go.
1: And that's how we get antibiotic resistance strains of whatever. Yes. All of that. Yeah. Now, isn't there kind of, what was it called? It was coming upon about two years ago, maybe three years ago, some kind of polymyelitis that resembled... Oh, yeah.
0: That resembled... A viral uh, disease. Of,
1: uh, that resembled... Polio. Polio. Yeah, Thank yeah, you.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but if po- <laughs> affecting the nerves, yes, causing yes, yes, yes. paralysis, right? And it was very scary for a while. And then- is is
1: that like the the vaccine resistant polio that's possibly it, making a something, resurgence? Something
0: different. Something but is up. It petered out. It did, and uh, thankfully. Unfortunately, COVID has not. Yeah. You know, because some things peter out. Yeah. Even without people being vaccinated.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So okay. Uh, the other thing, isn't there another difference between, like, smallpox and polio and the COVID virus or coronaviruses being, having to do with, uh, being passed between animals as oh. opposed to smallpox and
0: polio not so? Well, there seems not to be, so. there may be an animal reservoir to smallpox. I mean, really? cowpox is from animals, so there's an animal. Okay. I think swine okay. may have, uh, smallpox. Okay. I mean, that's another reason why they mm. think that COVID might be hard to eradicate, is that there, there are some animal residu- uh, reservoirs of mm-hmm. it, so that it can eradicate in the human population, but it can lurk yeah. in certain animals, yeah. you know, like uh, you know, bats and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's okay. going to be hard to put a lid on this.
1: Yeah. Dennis, thank you for that very thoughtful question. Oh.
0: This comes this from a good point is at which to uh, hmm. divide our podcast into two parts. Oh, my. Time flies when we're having fun, and I know we're on a roll, but uh, read us the question, and then we'll respond to it in part two. Yeah.
1: I think I'm allergic to armor thyroid. Can oh. I take something else?
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about it. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla Mutin, who's our nutritionist in residence, and this is the weekly Q&A with Layla, part of our Intelligent Medicine Podcast series. We'll be right back.